0: Hello and welcome back to the Batman Adventures. I'm Scott Gardner. Today we take a look at number four from January 1993. Cover by Ty Templeton. Written by Martin Pascal. Penciled by Brad Raider, Inked by Rick Burchett. Original cover price was $1.25 and the story is entitled Riot Act. The story opens to a beautifully drawn splash page of a horrific L train crash, complete with bodies flying. Batman swoops onto the scene and saves a woman from falling to her death. He deposits her on the street and goes back for a man hanging from the track for dear life. At the control room for the train system, the operators try to figure out what went wrong, and one of them realizes he may have accidentally caused the crash, for the control panel doesn't make sense to him anymore because he can no longer read it. In his secret lair, a Shadowy figure calls his test of the dyslexic device a success. Later, newswoman Summer Gleason delivers a live report on the chaos that has struck the city as hundreds of thousands of Gothamites have suddenly lost the ability to read. The newscast is suddenly interrupted by earlier said mysterious shadowy figure, who claims responsibility for the illiteracy plague, denounces the mayor and city officials for not placing a higher priority on education and school funding, and demands a ransom. At Wayne Manor, a bruised, battered, and exhausted Bruce Wayne, fresh off a night of battling Clayface, tries for a few hours sleep when Alfred informs him of this new crisis. Bruce shakes off his need for rest and dons the guise of the Batman. We are treated to an awesome panel of he and Alfred discussing the plague with the Batplane on its launcher in the background. I really love the perspective of this shot. Batman, guessing as to how this thing may be spreading, dons a gas mask and takes to the sky. At Gotham State University, Dick Grayson decides that since classes have ground to a halt due to the plague, he is free to try to lend a hand. He rides into action on his motorcycle as Robin, the Teen Wonder, and straight into a scene from an end-of-the-world story. Complete pandemonium. City blocks are ablaze, looters run rampant, and ordinary citizens are imperiled. Robin frees a woman from an overturned burning car just in time before it explodes. Batman, flying overhead, uses the Batplane to knock over a water, tower and help douse fires. On the street, some toughs try to bike jack Robin, but he beats the tar out of him. He gets belted by one, though, and falls into an electronics shop where punks appear at first glance to be clearing out the joint. But in fact, Robin sees are replacing some of the electronics items with others. One of them snaps on a boombox radio, and as the music comes blaring out of it, Robin suddenly realizes he can't read anymore! Robin signals for a pickup, and as the bat plane streaks by, Robin snags the rope ladder and is hauled off. The dynamic duo return to the Batcave and confer. Robin tells of what he witnessed at the electronics shop and theorizes that this thing may be spreading by broadcast signal. He's figured out that the thugs weren't looting the store, they were replacing the electronics with doctored equipment to help distribute the plague throughout the city. Alfred, meanwhile, finishes a voice analysis of the extortionist's broadcast and confirms a voice print match with the felon that Batman has already suspected. In his lair, said felon gloats about how his clever, evil scheme is working and how he'll show them once and for all that terror is the name of the game if they dare defy the scarecrow this issue wasn't bad the art is very good and quite bruce tim-esque there's are several panels that actually look like they may have come right off of Bruce Timm's storyboards. Really good stuff. I like the idea for the plague in the story too. It's an interesting idea however it's I think it's only an interesting idea. Now maybe it has something to do with the fact that Gotham City is supposed to be a northern US city I don't know but I live in the deep south and illiteracy literally runs rampant where I live yet there isn't chaos in the streets or entire city blocks ablaze so well, not yet anyway. Still it's an interesting scenario and I'm anxious to see how it plays out. Really great to see Robin in action in this issue this is his first appearance in this title I like his look his costume and seeing him on his bike Maybe it's just the era that I grew up reading Batman comics, but to me there's something iconic about seeing Robin on his motorcycle. He just looks natural there, like Batman behind the wheel of the Batmobile. It's pretty cool. Also, some of the panels of Robin in action look like a wonderful blend of Bruce Timm art and Norm Brayfogle art. I really, really like that. Also, this issue starts out with a train accident that, make no mistake about it, costs lives. People are dead that's a pretty gutsy move, especially considering who the target audience arguably was for this title. That's pretty bold stuff. My only real criticisms for this issue are, for one, there's a scene of Batman using one of the scythe-like wings of the Batplane to slice a van in half. It's totally unclear as to why he does this, and while it looks very dynamic, not only do I think that this wouldn't work from a pure physics point of view, but also, how does Batman know that the back of the van is unoccupied? He could very easily have just killed somebody that was hanging out in the back of the van. I don't I don't like that scene. I had the same criticisms with Batman's reckless endangerment of civilians in The Dark Knight, and I'm not giving him a pass here either. My bigger issue, though, was that, much like the shadowy figure Joker in prior issues before him, there is absolutely no mystery whatsoever as to the Scarecrow's identity in this issue. If you're the least bit familiar with either the Scarecrow's silhouette, his prior professional background before he went bonkers, or what his beef is with authority figures, then it's an absolute no brainer, and it steals any thunder from the final splash page reveal. However, that said, this is an interesting use for a villain that I usually regard as ultra-lame. We'll see how it plays out next issue. My grade for this one? B+. Feedback for this show may be sent via email to 2truefreaks at gmail.com or on our forum, which may be accessed via our website at www2 Thank you for listening to the Batman Adventures.